Welcome to Don and Brian's AI podcast, which has no name currently. 26.1. 26.1, which is what, Don? It's the average commute time in the United States. Yes, almost the same number as 26.2, which is? The length of a marathon. Oh my gosh, you nailed it. So, I'll just keep the dramatic music going for a moment while we try to get Todd Terrazas online, who is the LA Artificial Intelligence Los Angeles president. Let's get Todd on the line in a few minutes and figure out what Todd can tell us about the current state of AI in LA. What do you say, Don? Uh, Sure, but this sounds like he has no idea we're recording him for the podcast. Um, okay, that's dramatic now. Yeah, so Don, what I was thinking when I get him on the call, we'll record him and say, hey, Todd, we're going to be recording this for a podcast, this conversation, if it's okay with you. What do you think he's going to say? Well, maybe maybe you should add that it'll be a great promotional channel for AI. I'm going to tell them we're testing out our speakers, our recording devices that we got online, the Samsung. True statement. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that's like the Jason route of telling somebody they're not that important. Okay. Sometimes that works. You know, people respond to that. Uh, so we should tell him that this is the most important podcast ever. Yeah, because it's our first ever maybe don't know if we publish it first but you can really record them in any order right right yeah yeah and then we could publish them after we we'll, get the media we'll apply ai for the publishing order i think we should we'll we'll, we'll, we'll predict, predict the most successful schedule i think we should have a phase out pattern like where, where we no longer exist as people running a podcast I'm, I'm all for replacing myself with a bot. Yeah, we start with some natural language processing technology, and we slowly convert that into the man versus machine, then the machine versus man, and then the machine versus machine. Well, I'd, I'd be more interested in um, creating bots that could replicate famous interviewers like Walter Cronkite and creating a whole podcast channel or something with, with that. What if we could have a bot that has smokers long? Well, that, that might be a thing. You know, eventually smokers long will be gone because people will, will not smoke any longer when it's like $50 a pack. And I always complain because those map voices, doesn't matter if it's on Waze or Google Maps, whatever, they're always kind of so predictable and robotic and they're they need to have a little bit of coughing and sneezing and sound hungover occasionally. That would be much more realistic. Uh, complain about their kids. Yeah. We could we could like hoop, loop it into a real event on the car. Like you're listening to the news. And like, oh, they're talking about that jerk again. Oh yeah, make a <laughs> make a left here. Make a left here. By the way. No, don't hey. turn there. Like a backseat driver app. Like <laughs> my mom. My mom's like, 
Backseat driver. Yeah. Backseat drivers. See, uh, I wonder if that ever happens in Uber. I wonder if that's like the lowest rating you can get in an Uber is if when you start backseat driving. I actually think I got a zero star, if that even exists, by telling someone that they should turn down an alley. And the guy says, I'm not going to risk my tires, man. You don't pay for these tires. I'm like, well, actually, you know, I do, since I'm riding Uber a lot, I probably do pay for your tires, but he didn't want to get into that. <laughs> you should have done the math for him. I'm late for the other, uh, Todd on the other line. All right, do you want to listen to my conversation with Todd as in the background as I talk to him? Uh, yeah, sure. What What's the recording uh, laws in California? You saw my lawyer's email, so. Recording in progress. Yes. Hello, done. everybody. Looking for the future of AI. Welcome to 26.1. Hello. No more echo. That sounds much, much better. Yes. Better? Yes. It's fantastic. All right. Bluetooth works now. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was getting a little nervous there for a second. I thought we were going to have to reschedule, but um, we've got 20 minutes. We can talk a little bit of shop here. So, cool. Todd, uh, a little bit. Um, we'll introduce ourselves first, I guess. You know, just we kind of bombarded you last minute and said, hey, you want to jump on a podcast? And you're like, yeah, why not? Because you're a cool guy. Sure. Uh, we met at the downtown LA rooftop party, which it sounds like you're the organizer for, which was an amazing event. And uh, I wanted to connect with you on other events you might have going on um, and also introduce myself and introduce my good friend, Don Chu. Uh, so why don't you go first, Don? Who are Wait, you? Who, who am I? Uh, well, most recently I'd been busy with building up Seattle's largest uh, tech community which uh, we had our fifth anniversary this last Wednesday, um, hosted by Redfin in town. Um, during the meeting, we ticked over to our 8,000th member. Um, we'd also been active with the Python Software Foundation, running a program featuring startups at the uh, annual conference for the global Python community. Um, that program has included Unicorns like Docker and OfferUp. Over the years, we've uh, figured out that 18% of the founders or the startups um, have exited. And I put on, I have put on a conference in Seattle and Vancouver for Python, um, and uh, put on a fundraiser for CS for All that featured the creators of Java, TypeScript, C Sharp, Perl, and uh, Python. Thanks, Don. And Don's largely one of my best friends. Uh, I usually call him my best friend, but on, on podcasts, I only say one of my best friends because I don't want to get it recorded saying that. They don't use it against me, force me to buy him beer. Uh, so I, I founded the Chicago Python user group a number of years ago and ran it for a number of years. And uh, we hosted a lot of events and had a lot of memberships. Don's been to Chippy. Um, several times when he was in Chicago. 
And we, we decided to start this podcast so that we could get in. Uh, we have some of the top AI folks in the world we're talking with. We haven't started actually publicly releasing any of these. So we're just in the gathering of transcript stage, Todd. And, uh, you know, our next step is to you know, kind of find the smartest, brightest, most connected people in that industry and move it, move it forward, if you will. And largely, it sounds like that's what you do is you move this forward. And uh, I'd like to hear more about your background and kind of why you chose to lead the LA and the AI scene. For sure. Well, thank you guys for having me. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I guess I'll tell you my quick story. I'm born and raised Los Angeles. I'm actually a third generation. So I've actually never lived in, and I've also never lived anywhere else. Uh, I went to school at USC for film school. Uh, for film and uh, television. And so I actually started off when I was younger, a little bit of a, of a coder, writing some HTML to build websites, mucking around on the internet, but I uh, really got in tune with uh, wanting to be a, a storyteller and work in Hollywood. So I went to film school and totally dropped off on ever thinking of being an engineer. But then after college, I started a tech company building everything from emergency response systems from music festivals to attempting to build an AI 911 operator, to then just chatbots for customer service and marketing. And during that time period, the chatbot phase, I started a meetup group here in LA called the LA Chatbot Meetup. And when my company, uh, towards only for a few months, we kept that name and then I rebranded it to AI LA so that we could focus more on, you know, other, you know, basically give us a better branding uh, than just being uh, limited to chatbots. My company didn't really work out as a real viable business, so it was a great learning experience, um, an expensive one too. But um, for the last three years, I've been th running uh, AILA community, um, and only in the last 10 months, developed it into a California nonprofit and really made it my full time. And really what we're passionate about is bringing people from all different uh, shapes and sizes and the skill levels uh, together to talk about how AI and new frontier, new frontier technologies will impact your life society and industry. And the way that we go about that is every month's a different theme. So we'll touch on everything from investment finance to entertainment media, to education, healthcare, cybersecurity, mobility, uh, ethics and fairness, sustainability and climate change, you name it. Uh, each month we really like to dive in deep uh, through multiple types of engagements from a casual happy hour to a third Thursday tech talk, which is usually moderated panels all the way to uh, workshops focusing on everything from uh, how to deploy machine learning models on edge devices like the Google Coral to computer vision problems. And so um, our community is around 5,600 members and growing um, and we're all volunteer led so far. And yeah, we, uh, we, we love bringing people from all different industries and all different skill sets and, and experience levels together to see uh, what can happen. Oh, that's that's fantastic. So give us an example of a couple people who would be attending your events and any personal stories you can tell about what impact they may have made either on a personal level, on a business level or any any sort of uh, connection that you've made with some of the folks that are the more of the corpus of your events. Sure. Um, it's funny. So even our vice president, uh, Ross Mead, he has a Ph.D. in computer science with a focus on human robotic interactions. And uh, we first met actually at one of those chatbot meetups. And after meeting him, we then uh, had him come and speak on a panel 
And ever since then, we became basically best friends. You know, one of our best friends, right? I forgot we're on podcast too. Um, yeah, that could change. That could change, <laughs> right? Especially after this one. Shoot. Um, but, uh, you know, he became very supportive. We're good friends. We hang out. We talk every day. And um, he then be, uh, uh, came on the board of AILA. Uh, but what was really passionate, uh, I guess a story that he likes to tell is that he met one of his biggest clients at one of our, through one of our events. And so because of that, his, uh, his company is focusing on building the operating system for, for robotics. And so I can't name the name of the client, but you all know him. Um, and uh, he, that was one of his great stories that he found, he was introduced to them through our event and um, it's a great success story. Uh, hopefully someday we'll actually be able to name the name of the company. <laughs> but as of right now, it's uh, one of those companies that, uh, well, guesses, right? Um, so anyways, um, that's one story off the top of my head. Yeah, so what, what, do you, what do you anticipate, yeah, what do you anticipate a user or member to give back to the community after they started being involved with it? I mean, like in his case, he benefited greatly from the interactions of it. Do you expect them to come back and give regular talks or is there any mentoring you think they should do or is it just about awareness? What do, what do you expect your members who are benefiting from your putting on these events to give back to their community? Sure, just like any community, right? You only get what you put into it. And so we really want to make sure that, you know, if you can help someone find, you know, find a new business, uh, a career, um, uh, research, friendship, uh, give a talk, uh, make an introduction, help us with uh, volunteering for, you know, logistics and event planning, uh, finding us a venue. I mean, people that come to our events are always emailing us about how they can volunteer or how, or hey, you should, or making introductions and, always trying to give back in some way because we really do this out of a labor of love. And so I feel that we attract the same type of people, those type of minds. Um, and so we expect really nothing from the community except us to keep on you know, being the best they can be. And um, if they can help someone else in the community, that uh, please do that. So we will be starting up actually a mentorship program soon uh, with uh, through uh, industry leaders here in, in Los Angeles with uh, undergrads and high schoolers uh, in the LA in the LA County area. So that's another opportunity for people that are in industry to give back to uh, undergrads and high schoolers that want to lead a career in technology. I want to go back to where you mentioned, Todd, about venues. So typically for Brian and I, I think it's always been um, employers that want to hire Python engineers that are the most interested in um, hosting. Where are your venues coming from? What are the companies kind of involved with an interest in AI around in LA? Sure. Um, we've been at Google twice. So we did a huge event where it was like over 350 people um, at Google's uh, Venice Beach office uh, when we focused on education. So it was AI in the classroom. And that was a phenomenal event. I think that's really what people, people will remember us. Well, at least recently will remember us by, besides the party that we threw last week. Um, and then after that, we did another event focusing on um, on the future of work. And so Google's hosted us twice, and we're really grateful for that in the Venice office. And so companies like them have, have stepped up. We uh, obviously, like typically like most event organizers, you know, we're scrappy. We don't really have budgets. Um, and so we always are trying to look for the handouts of people that would love to host us and can actually um, um, have the infrastructure to do so. And so we've been at a number of different co-working spaces, everything from cross campus to like a WeWork, um, 
But um, yeah, companies like Google are stepping up and it's great to see that, you know, there's even like Microsoft I know is down in Playa Vista. Uh, uh, Amazon Studios is gonna be opened up in Culver City along with Apple. And so we're looking forward to when those, uh, those buildings are up and running. Uh, Netflix is around, Hulu's around, that we, uh, we hope to be at those types of uh, venues as well. Um, and just, yeah, uh, bring our community to their campus. What, what defines success for you with, with these events? Is it, is it the number of participants? Is it the, the quality of conversation? Uh, for me, I guess I, I'm a, I like I like seeing big crowds. I like seeing that a lot of people came out and uh, supportive. Um, I, what I really do love is also the like, follow-ups when people email us and just the love that's given back. So for me, success is just really seeing that uh, a diverse and inclusive community is coming together and consistently coming out. So I guess success to me is seeing not only just a lot of familiar faces at each event, but then also a lot of new ones. Because we normally, I normally in the beginning of the event, I'll, I'll have people raise their hand if this is their first time, and then I'll have people raise their hand if this, you know, they've obviously been here before. And it's always nice to see, you know, a good mix of both sides of, you know, fresh, fresh new um, attendees, and then obviously a lot of regulars that, you know, support us um, on the monthly on a monthly basis. It's funny you say that. I remember saying. Raise your hand if this is your last time attending all the time. People <laughs> get a giggle out of that. I like that. Yeah. But the retention's hard. And when, you've traveled a bit lately too, haven't you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was invited out to Dubai to give a talk, two different talks on the World Data Science Forum. Um, I also went out to Geneva for the AI for Good Global Summit, and I was there for a week with the XPRIZE team. And um, um, yeah, basically XPRIZE team. And I even spoke about human capital. Uh, on a panel there in Geneva, uh, which was pretty amazing. I was with uh, other people from Pittsburgh and, and Montreal. And so I was promoting uh, why the LA ecosystem is the best place to be. Um, but yeah, that, and then um, I was very uh, grateful to, in July, went on a little bit of a, of a road trip throughout Europe, um, uh, just to have some fun uh, while living that digital nomad life. Uh, so I was always working. Yeah, I like the digital nomad theme that you, you bring in there. But also, now that you have the exposure to some of these places more recently, why is the human capital in LA so good? Why is it, uh, is it a good market right now to be working and employing here in LA in this space? Definitely. I mean, even with uh, well, housing um, is a problem with most places, but definitely we're not as bad off as, say, New York or San Francisco. Um, we actually uh, report, I have states that actually Los Angeles graduates the most engineers than any other metropolitan in the United States. Uh, the only issue, our biggest problem though, which uh, AngelList came out with a report a few months ago, was that we lose 72% of our, of our graduates to other ecosystems, other cities for their first job because of a lack of junior entry level positions here in LA. So that's an opportunity for us as a, as a community organization to help work with universities and, and uh, and uh, the industry. But um, definitely LA, we have the great best weather, the worst traffic, uh, but I feel like you got the mix of everything, right? You've got the desert, you've got the mountains, you've got the beach. Um, it's uh, not a bad place to live and work and play. You mentioned that LA graduates so many engineers. That's actually surprising to me. Which, which schools are they coming from? Um, for example, what I know of Caltech is pretty small. Caltech's good. Uh, we got USC, UCLA, Harvey Mudd, um, and UCI is what comes up in um, this report that came. So it's a report that came out of Amplify LA. 
it's a local uh, accelerator. So I'm pulling that information from their report. Um, but yeah, it is surprising, but. So, so Todd, what sort of events do you have on the horizon? Can you give us any early previews on some of the things, at least even the, some ideas you have that's fine too. We, we won't hold it against you. Just, you know, 300,000 listeners will, but yeah, sure. what, what do you have? What do you have in mind? Yeah, well, everything's we have everything already scoped out for this for this year, and a lot of other stuff already scoped out for 2020. And so, what's coming up is moonshots. Um, moonshots will be in September. Uh, we'll be focusing on ambitious projects in some aerospace. So, think of it as like a mix between seven TED Talks and then a science fair, and that'll be in Culver City. And then in October, we're having our second um, another uh, life summit where we're focusing on healthcare and life sciences, and that's our opportunity to invite. Uh, partner with healthcare uh, system owners, health system owners uh, to workshop their problems, uh, leveraging our community of cross-disciplinary. So the idea is that your children's hospital, you own a working group at, at our event. We then invite experts and passionate experts from other fields uh, to come in and help you uh, help them uh, workshop their problems and uh, hopefully spur some discoveries because um, a design a design thinking approach and an outsider's perspective and so uh, we got that going in november we're focusing on cybersecurity and mobility through our partners at commotion la um, we're also working with mobile world congress in october we have a few panels uh that we're helping uh, source speakers for and i'm even moderating a panel with uh, i forget uh, his position but a uh, uh, high rank at uh, boston consulting group digital ventures and so uh yeah a lot of things are planned out um and I hope you guys can attend sometime. Oh, not, we don't always. We don't only want to attend. I think we want to help you uh, spread the word or, or help you in any way that you find possible. Uh, so maybe you could tell us what what sort of ways. How can you know Don and I? We know a couple of people. So how, how <laughs> could we help? You know, what would be a success if we brought you? Are you looking for sponsors? Are you looking for more community membership? Are you looking for all of the above? I mean, what's what? What can Don and I do to help, particularly like with the life science ones and things like that? Sure. Uh, definitely all of the above, but to be more specific, because you guys are busy guys, and if I had one request, it would always be helping us with sponsorships. Um, you know, getting, helping to put us in front of you know big names and people that are want to be in uh, part of our community and that actually complement our community. Um, so definitely sponsorship is number one. And then obviously for the life science one, if you know anyone at companies like Amgen or Blue Shield or you name it, uh, that would be a health system owner uh, that should be at this, should be in this room. Uh, we would always love introductions to anyone. Um, but yeah, I guess those are the two asks I have. Plus obviously just tell your friends to go to joinai.la and uh, sign up for our newsletter. We only ship off twice a month so we don't spam you. And um, please join our community. So that's joinai.la. What a cool URL that is, Don. What do you think? Should we help? Should we yep. help Todd out, Don, or, or or not? Well, I mean, a couple things that came to mind is: is there a Providence um, St. Joseph in LA? There, there it is, actually. So they've got a um, digital innovation group that's led by Aaron Martin. Aaron Martin was early on at Kindle. Um, they have an associated um, venture capital fund that has raised two funds of $150 million apiece. They've got really good uh, co-investors nice. like Andrews and Horowitz with them. So, sounds like that would be a good profile for you to find. Um, that, 
collaborate. See, already we added a little bit of value, Todd. How about that? I'll talk to the, some of the life sciences folks here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're looking at, uh, right now we have actually six speakers. And so actually there is one spot open, uh, which is going to be our wild card, uh, you know, speaker. And even as we have it on our Eventbrite, we say we promise it won't be boring. So who knows if Elon might show up, we don't know. So yeah, Don, you can talk, you can talk to Elon for him and see what we can do. All right. Well, I, I, I want to be conscious of your time and I know you had a hard stop at the hour so. This was awesome. Uh, you know, I definitely will follow up with you on any, any way we can help. I'm new to LA myself, as you know, so I'd love to get more involved with your organizations. And uh, so I'll be in touch soon. So thanks for your time, Todd. I really appreciate it. Don, thanks you too. No, thank you guys. This is really awesome. And welcome to Los Angeles. And I uh, can't wait to uh, show you uh, what we're really made of. Okay, thanks. Yeah, wonderful meeting you, Todd.